0: Welcome to BeVite, the podcast where we discuss our life experiences from the ups to the downs to everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Lily.
1: This is Mario. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Woo! What is everyone up to today? Speaking of which, I'm actually <laughs> recording
0: Am I supposed to answer that?
1: <laughs> no, you don't have to. I'm just asking my <laughs> listener, you know. Okay. <laughs> I mean speaking of which I've been mean, my their home, well, not a house, but their home for me, Oregon, Portland, Oregon. I flew, I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning and uh, flew in at 11. So I'm half dead, half a life, but still going strong.
0: How long are you going to be in Portland?
1: Well, I'll be here Wednesday or today, tomorrow. And I'm going to Canada on Friday. Coming back on Monday to L I mean to Poland and then stay till Wednesday and then I go back on Wednesday. Back to LA. So huh. Yeah. This time I'm visiting Victoria, which is another city in Canada. I've been to Vancouver like uh, twice already. Or maybe three times, I don't quite remember. Uh lost the count. But yeah, Labor Day weekend, you know, like I mentioned before. So well, here yeah. I am.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I forgot it was Labor Day until I was at work today. So it's mm-hmm. Wednesday, and then people were like, oh, uh, what is it? Like, does anybody have any good weekend plans? It's, um, we have a long weekend, and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean a long weekend?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, because I knew some people were taking off like Tuesday. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what a weird day to take off. But turns out we have Monday off. Ugh, I didn't know. Oh, so well, I, I have know. a lot of
1: like, team members that take like starting tomorrow. They just take off. Um,
0: yeah. Make it an extra long. They weekend. were like,
1: they were like today when I was yeah they they were chatting with me like asking me something and then they were like, I mean they were a problem like there's some stuff they had to fix and they were they were like oh by the way. I'm starting tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did they
0: not tell you in advance?
1: Uh, no, I mean it's not a big problem. It's just I'm just helping him debug some stuff, and then oh my gosh, he was like, by the way, I'm always starting tomorrow. I was like, what does that supposed to mean? Like, does that mean that I have to copy and fix it? Uh, I guess it's so. yours now. Yeah, yeah, it's mine now. right uh, it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just hang on. I'll take more PTO. When it comes to it, but.
0: Okay. You should.
1: Yeah, I haven't taken enough, but I should. <laughs> so, anything interesting happened this week?
0: Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. This weekend. Yesterday, I actually went to a concert. Um, oh, yeah, so
1: your yeah, Instagram story. That looks like yeah. a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's, um, my favorite k-pop group as of right now and has been for a few years uh 17 Mm. and they are really good and i really like them they write um the thing the thing that makes them famous is two things is like one they're known as like self-producing idols because they Mm. mostly write their own songs they choreograph their own dances stuff like that um, and also the dances that they do, they, they're they really well synchronized. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're really known for that. But anyway, I really like them. There are, there are a lot of them. Um,
1: Wait, does that mean there are 17 members?
0: No. <laughs> so the, this one, my friends make fun of me a lot for this. But this is going to sound very stupid if you're not like a 17 fan. But... There are 13 members.
1: What happened to the the other four?
0: There's three. Those 13 members are separated into three groups. Oh. Like a vocal group, a hip-hop group, Mm. and a performance group. And so it's 13 members plus three unit groups plus... One team, but they all like make oh, one team. So okay. thirteen plus three plus one is seventeen.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, at least That's it's at least is interesting that uh, they all add up to seventeen.
2: Cause yeah.
0: I, <laughs> yeah. One of like a bunch of my friends make fun of me whenever the, anything with numbers comes up. Like we're at Korean barbecue or something. Somebody's like, oh, this is two meats plus four radish plus <laughs> seven leaf plus. <laughs>
2: Oh my god!
1: You, you uh, should ask ask them what's the one thousand one uh one thousand
2: second in
0: second. <laughs> uh, yeah, they came to Atlanta for a concert, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on going actually, but I'm mm-hmm. glad I did. Um, I got like a last minute ticket.
1: Yeah, so. it, it looks awesome. I mean, from your story, it looks like they have a lot of people that go that went to their concert, so I'm pretty sure they are more or less quite famous um to reach that level audience i guess
0: they're yeah they're pretty big um they're probably in like the top three top five k-pop boy groups so they're pretty they're pretty big actually two of the members have covid so they weren't in the show Uh. but because there's so many of them they perform like three songs and i didn't notice until they like started talking they performed like three songs Mm. and then they came out and they were like hello we're 17 we're so sorry that like hoshi and joshua couldn't be here today and i was like what is there only 11 (laughs) and so
1: you sure it's not because you sat too far
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's also true
2: okay
0: um i'm the last time i went to go see them was at like kcon they ha- they mm. hold Kcon in la they actually have it Kcon was last weekend actually mm. in la um but I got really good seats there I was like very close I was like probably the closest you can get to the stage and so I was like really close back then and now I'm pretty far back but anyway it was a good concert so I did that yesterday
1: wait by the way well I mean I didn't really go to conference and stuff but can you explain quickly what exactly is Kcon what those that
0: Kcon yeah okay um it is half korean culture festival half k-pop concert mm. so it's like two or three days i forgot which and then during the day there's um kind of the same as what you might expect from like an anime convention or a mm-hmm. game convention there's panels um of like um, let's say like korean food or something mm. like a korean chef might come in and teach you about food or maybe a, a person who does webtoons right they're really famous in korea like web comics they might come in and have like a little talk about that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then at nighttime they have a k-pop concert so the k-con lineup is pretty big they usually have probably like 10 to 15 artists per day
2: mm.
0: and so then each of them perform like a few songs and it becomes like a big concert so um last no last time they did this was 2019 because it was before covid and i actually went to la for this um and i went to both days uh got really good seats both days it was really good but there is a lot of really good groups there um and what's really funny is that all the k-pop groups they perform officially at nighttime but during the day they have surprise performances mm. and what you can do kind of is if you make friends with some of the staff they have locations and times of when the surprise performances are going to happen
2: so you can be so there before like, everyone else
0: mm-hmm. so mm. like i said 17 is my favorite group and the one of the the person that i went with he had his own favorite group, so we would like we made friends with one of the staffs and we were like, "Hey, is 17 or this other group? Are they gonna like be anywhere?" And he was like, 17, no, but this other group is like surprise performing at 2 pm. at this place, so we would go over there. Mm. Um, stuff like that. So it's a, it's a pretty fun experience if you're if you're really into K-pop, um, Korean culture, stuff like that.
1: I see, yeah, this sounds pretty nice. I mean I've never been to one, but I'll check it out in the future. If they mm-hmm. do whole,
0: Yeah. Um, the big one the biggest ones in LA.
1: So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's surprising that like all the big things happening in LA, but I just never got to it as you can see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sounds interesting. Um so for me I actually went to another badminton tournament this past week again. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's gonna be more, one more tournament coming up in a few weeks. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I've been in a string of tournaments as you can see. Yeah. Um, this one I was quite... The one like the past weekend I was quite happy. And also kind of funny as well. Um, Like this tournament, so it happened near like uh, Orange County, like Garden Grove Recreation Center. Uh, They usually have like tournament, Bevin' tournament twice a year. And the level generally is much higher there. So, meaning like they are more better player. Uh, even like lower event, they have better player. So, I played in two events this time. As I mentioned last time, I played in the E mixed double and also D men's double. Um, mm-hmm. so last year when CK and I played in C men's double and D men's double, we lost both. But for D men's double, we, Won the first game, which is like the round 32, I think. And then we lost the second game. In round 16. Yeah. But this year, we got into, I guess, quarterfinal. Yeah, we lost a like quarterfinal. Um, wow. and the funny thing is, like, I think we should have won that game. But I kinda, oh. I kinda messed it up myself. Um, because, oh. so we won the third set. Um, uh, I mean, our opponent. So the opponent that we play with, we know one guy is like a weaker than the other, so we tend to aim the other guy. And the funny I'm thing, so, and the so o- Well I mean, that's how it is. They also do the same thing. Um, <laughs> but while the opponent is left-handed, right? So if you play badminton, it's really hard to remember the guy is left-handed, so you tend to hit his mm. forehand, even though we use back- backhand. But anyway, we, Thursday, we were down 12, 17. We, we caught, we caught back to 18, 17. So at this point, we are leading. So three more points, we win, right? And, and I I was serving. So I'm serving 18, 17. (laughs) Guess what happened? I, I hit my finger. So the shuttle went sideways when I served. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And, no, that's not the only thing. So, it, at this point, it was eighteen eighteen, right? Because I, I missurfed. Mm-hmm. Then, for this point, CK smash, and they returned pretty weak. So, typically, I would just like smash down and pretty much get a point. But, I think I was too focused, I was too fast. I got to the shot faster than the shadow was there. So, before, like, you know, before I swing all the way down, I just hit, I just try to hit Smash. And it just goes straight to out, like, straight, like, to the back. Um But anyway, since since that, ever since those two, I think everything went downhill. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we still laugh about it. Um You know, okay. and I think we did better than last year. Uh,
0: yeah, getting to quarterfinals is not bad at all.
1: So the thing is, like, we knew, like, if we won that game... Uh, we could have won in final because the, the next opponent actually is not that strong. Uh, it's weaker than the one that we played again, if that makes sense. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, I think it was good experience. There is another tournament coming up in a couple of weeks, I think on the 17th of September, um, hosted by Korean group. But yeah, they also have like events for non-Korean. Well, non-Korean, Korean mix, I guess, so yeah, I'm going to try to play there, and surprisingly, they also have like a raffle event, so one of the raffles is like a 65-inch TV, so my goal is not to win a tournament, but to get that TV even okay, like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's what I joked to CK about, Um, because I, I try to keep it light-hearted, right? but,
0: How are you? How are you going to split a TV?
1: Just, between the two of just you. cut it in half uh, uh i mean no no, no i think that's separate than winning the prize from the tournament like the raffle is separate, right so you bought the ticket a uh, so three dollar per ticket for the raffle um i see and then for the tournament itself you get i think cash money if you win the first place uh like 100 bucks or something uh but a lot of the opponents that Register, from what I see is that they also play in the tournament that I played this past weekend. So it will be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And yeah, I'll be playing in, I'll be playing badminton 2 in Poland tomorrow, actually, and the week after. So, wow. um, gotta stay dedicated, you know, since tournament is coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm
0: going Friday too.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw the Instagram stories posted by, <laughs> by Yuan, right? And I was like, yeah. oh, interesting. You're trying. Yeah. That's the one way to win. You know, before tricking your opponent, you should trick your own.
0: Okay, so what <laughs> happened was, what happened was, I it's me and Yuan playing doubles, right? Mm-hmm. And I see the shuttle coming. I'm moving towards it and then from behind me, Yuan says, I got it, mm-hmm. right? But then I look up and the shuttle is coming straight for me, <laughs> so if he gets it, I also get hit. Yeah. And so I was like, let me just go down and try to roll out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I end up hitting him because he's behind
2: me mm. okay that, that is fine.
0: what's happening what you don't see in the video is him shouting i got it when the shuttle is very clearly coming mm. to me
1: <laughs> <laughs> no the video i only see that you roll
2: down on him and he was like oh yeah
0: exactly yeah. this is this is what's called a deep fake mm. this is untrue like fake news I
2: see. but so his- um
0: since i posted that mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of old friends like from like college badminton mm. they're like oh do you still play I play on this day oh my gosh <laughs> I like um there's people I haven't talked to in forever who reached out because of that and I'm mm. like oh I guess this is kind of nice I haven't really talked to these people in a long time yeah
2: yeah I think definitely anyway, like, I,
1: I don't know I I personally play a lot but I think like tournament I have fun mostly in tournament because People are more serious, and I get to play more serious, and I think it's more fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess the competitive drive of me is still not dying yet, so I just still want to play, um, and get better. So, that kinda help, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll keep trying. But, there's, there are actually a lot of tournaments going on around US. Like, there are a good one in Chicago, I think Boston also. But, you know, to, Compete there requires some monetary or moolah to be there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't I can keep, you know, going places. so
0: Fund, your, fund yourself. You need, you need some. Maybe I
1: have to set up a GoFundMe account. Oh I'm gosh. a true badminton player turning pro. Trying to turn pro.
0: <laughs> Are you going to turn pro? <laughs> no. Nah, okay, here's a serious question. If you had the opportunity mm-hmm. to like train professionally in badminton yeah would you do it when i was
1: young i guess so how young like starting elementary school i I mean okay like to be fair had i not moved to u.s that could be one of the things that i could have pursued um Mm. the reason because Well, I mean, like, like I said before, my first job as a kid was an umpire at a badminton club. My, I guess the badminton club that my dad was playing at. So, yeah, and I also get to get coached for free by one of the members there who used to be in the national team. Um, and then also I competed for school, right? So, i uh, been winning quite a bit in school. I mean, I was quite small back then, like really small compared to most of the other guys. But at least able to move fast. Even now, I think that's kind of what I'm most pride in. It's like, I, I mean, I don't hit as hard as other people or smash as hard as other people, but I, I think speed wise, at least I'm a bit fast. Um, so, yeah, I was told my I was like, yo, Imagine, imagine if I didn't move to the US. Imagine I'm still in Indonesia. I might be, you might see him on TV. He's like, yeah, you might be walking in the ground and being hungry. <laughs> I was like, well, fair, fair. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, but if I had the chance to go back and train, I would. I mean, if I ever visit Indonesia in the future and happen to have the chance to train, uh, I mean, like, not to be professional, but to get better, I think I would. Uh It's also cheaper to train there than in Los Angeles, for example. Um Yeah, but, you know, it's not my full-time job now, so I can't really like fully engage with it, but, you know, i am still try my best to be better. Um, yeah. So, speaking of that, this week, I really want to talk something that's like Kinda of related but not related, right, is how to deal with stress. Pretty sure everyone feels stressed. Well, I guess maybe I think the better question is to ask like, do you ever feel
2: stress?
0: Do I ever feel yeah. stressed?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. I'm definitely an easily stressed person, I think, especially after college. Hmm. Um I, we talked a little bit about this last time but yeah. like during college i was very like carefree or kind of just did whatever i wanted i did mm-hmm. a lot of things but nothing really ever stressed me out mm-hmm. but um i think nowadays i'm a lot more easily stressed so mm-hmm. yes
1: so so basically you're saying that you're more stressed now than you're in school i can see Absolutely. that yeah, yeah okay yeah don't stress out too much you might lose hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know every time i shower i like shampoo right and then i like, see my hair like in my hands i'm like oh my god
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's fair yeah i think for me well i mean i i, I don't know i change this over time i think i think i still hmm, how do i say i think i used to be more stressful when I was in school, um, because there's goal I need to achieve, right? I mean, even at work now, I, there's still some goal that I wanted to achieve, but, um, but now I'm more YOLO in terms of like, like, okay, there are things I want to do in life and I'll just, I'll just do it. And whatever the consequence after that, I don't really care. I just want to go and do it. So I think that's more like the mentality now, uh, which, kinda help in terms of like shape my thinking, uh, as of reason. Um yeah because I used to be like worry about this, worry about that, like worry about like if I don't do this then this won't happen. But I mean I still I still do this from time to time but for the most part now I'm like well yeah I work hard but also I also wanna play harder. That's kinda of mentality. And it helps. Um yeah, it kinda helps and then I think doing the things that I like to do also help quite a lot. Um, cause if you do the things just for the sake of doing it, I think that kind of help, that kind of accelerate the stress, right? Because it's not something that you want to do. Um, so, well, speaking of that, do you think stress is a good thing or not? Right? It, it can be, mean For me, it's a, it's, it can be good and it can also be not good. So, when I say good I mean like like if you're let's say you're trying to improve in something, right? And you're not stressing out about it, then you I don't think you have pushed your limit yet to improve. Like if you're at the point where you you push your limit, I'm pretty sure you at some point you're probably stressed out about something. Um whether it work, whether you're studying, whether the things that you're working on, I think like if you're constantly thinking about it, there will be stress there. And that's how you kind of like push beyond your current limit. Um, and then also, I mean, that's obviously the good part. Uh, but also the bad part is like people would crumble up under stress as well. So it's just like for, I think for me, I work better when I'm more stressed than not stressed. But also there are people who just couldn't take it route if they had too much stress and they just combo um so it yeah i would say it's like double-edged sword it depends how much you can handle and how much you can turn that into a good thing i think that's kind of like a very hard skill to attain i would say um yeah but what about you
0: Hmm. i think this falls into my category of like too much of anything is a bad thing
2: mm. um
1: and so i'm surprised like, to say i'm surprised to say it's always true in everything that we
2: talk about <laughs> uh, yeah
0: it really is it's like it's hard to say i think having no stress at all is like scientifically not good for any like living thing um just the motivation isn't there to accomplish things which like in turn causes like more problems just like Mm -hmm. at a scientific biological level so no stress is not good some stress is mm, good in the terms of like you'll do things um
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i think hmm so when i was in college Especially, I was a very hmm, ambitious person. Maybe I was really interested in doing a lot of different things. Um, I <laughs> didn't really sleep a whole lot, and I spent my days like really active every day. I think I was actually looking at my Fitbit because they give me like my yearly sleep averages now. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it now, it's at this year for 2022 is actually the longest average sleep that I've had <laughs> since I got my Fitbit. And it's like mm. five hours and like 40 minutes or something. Mm. Um, But if you go and then it gets like shorter and shorter as you go like previous years. And in 2018, which is my last year in college, my average was like two hours. And oh my
1: God. Yeah. I found, it, so like, I found it funny how we are opposite. It's like you are, yeah. <laughs> you are trending up, but I'm trending down. Yeah. So back wow. when I was in college, I have exact schedule. Like, okay, I need seven to eight hours sleep every day or I cannot function. That's kind of what I did. And mm. that kind of helped me with time management. Like, I'm getting better at it. But as, especially after I graduated and started working full time, and especially when I started taking the online masters in computer science as well, my sleeping schedule became I have like yeah. I used to sleep seven to eight hours and then I start to become six hours and then now I haven't looked at average but I think mine is probably five and five and a half hours so um, yeah I think we are like totally opposite in this case yeah.
0: yeah and I I look back on the way that I lived before and uh, it's hard to say I think a lot of my friends they hear me talk about like how "quote unquote like productive I was back mm-hmm. in college but honestly I kind of look back and I I think of it like I was putting myself in a toxic situation <sighs> honestly if I really really think about it mm. um like the worst of it was when I used to any, like, I, like I said, any any good thing, too much of a good thing is uh, is a bad mm-hmm. thing. So the way that I used to deal with my life is I would make um, a 10 by 10 grid. So it has 100 squares. Each square is 10 minutes of my life. And every day I would figure out like, all right, each of these 10 minutes is like a precious time period, right? Mm-hmm. So do I want to spend this 10 minutes... Um, like studying do I want to spend this 10 minutes watching tv mm. and so I would color in like um, if it's studying or like working or if it's just tv and I would try to like maximize mm. not profits but you know like my output <laughs> and it's okay for a little bit and it sounds really good as in like oh you're managing your time really well But when you go overboard like that, I got to the point where I was like, well, this 10 minutes, I don't need to, I don't really need to like eat food, Mm. right? Like the the spending 20 minutes cooking is not worth it. So it's not worth two squares. It's so it's better for me to do something else with those 20 minutes. Mm. And so I think it just like perpetuated a lot of really bad habits as you keep going a little more intensely into it. And so that's like, I did a lot of different, like, variations on that kind of productivity, time management Mm. things. So in college, if you look at myself, if you look at me from a third-party lens, it probably looks like, dang, like, Lily does so much. She's the most productive person (laughs) ever. She, like, you know. But I I don't think that was, like, ideal me. Mm. And I think I realized that through the pandemic, actually – because um when the pandemic hit I think I still wanted to be that person that accomplished a lot um did a lot during the day and during night times but with quarantine it's hard to do any of that and it's also hard to um like manage the stress that comes with quarantine whether you are like deeply affected by the pandemic or not like it still affects you and i was having a really hard time like balancing how i wanted to live my life Mm. with the with the opportunities presented to me and i think i spent a long time um through the pandemic trying to find that balance and the conclusion i got to is kind of where i'm at now is like it all doesn't really matter. Like, my life is a pretty solid life. There's nothing really terrible about it. It's not, maybe not the super great, but it's like, okay. And everything is just going to be just fine. Um, so my stress levels now in terms of being productive and stuff are a lot lower. As in, like, I don't care as much. So when we have these talks, right, about like, oh, um, like, reading books i'm just like i'll read a book whenever i feel like reading a book and i have no like set goals on it Mm. and because i think it's because like the contrast of the life i used to live um it was just so like so rigid back then that now i i feel not that i need to earn it but like i feel a lot better about giving myself that kind of freedom Mm. To, to live my life however I feel like doing it and if mm. I want to do something then great if I don't want to do it then also great mm. so I think that's where that comes from is like having that big 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 contrast for those for those few years
1: yeah that's pretty interesting like it, it seems like a reverse of me if you think of it like, <laughs>
2: yeah
1: I, I mean yeah when I was in college I was still like very active and I think mostly spent on studying and things like that but I mean like for me, yeah. Now I, I mean, I don't I don't really do the ten by ten grade. I think that's like super extreme because if I do that, I would die for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like if I were thinking about the past, at least like during when I was working full time and doing the online masters, is that like okay for me? Even now, I'm still the case where one twelve a.m. strikes. I just got super tired and I need to go to sleep. <laughs> but, you know, when assignment is like in the corner, like near around the corner, I have to finish it. So the only time I can work on it is either early morning before work or after work, right? So after 5 p.m. And there are projects or assignments that take a long time. So I work on it after work. And then 1 12 a.m. hits, I get super sleepy. So I kind of doze out at my desk. <laughs> but, for me it's like once once you kinda of try to dose off and you kinda of head on to it until like top thirty, top fifteen, your body is no longer sleepy after that period of time. It's
0: not it's not, but it's probably not good. Yeah, it's not good. Like your body because, is already yeah. giving
1: a sign that you need to go to sleep, but
0: Yeah.
1: But for me, like once the period is over, I'm like, okay, I'm game on, I need to work again. Oh
2: my god. So I kinda
1: do that pretty I wouldn't say like very frequent, but enough time to a point that I can feel like, okay, yeah, this is not healthy at all. Um, so, but I mean, overall, I'm glad, like, I already graduated, so that is like way behind me. Um, otherwise, you'll see me like sometimes post on Instagram stories like 4 a.m., oh, I just finished this project. (laughs) And now when I look back, I'm like, uh, why did I even do that? This is a bit too much. Um, yeah, I think that, that would, that would be the case. And even now, still, I think I, like you said, right, I try to put a lot of things on my plates, but it is somewhat different in a way that the things that I put on my plates are the things that I like to do. So, more than likely, then I'll put more effort to do it than something I'm forcing myself to do just because I want, just, just, just because to accomplish it but it's more like mm-hmm. because i will i really want to do it so it is likely different i think if you put it in that perspective then you will likely try harder to do it um mm-hmm. it's just that yeah maybe not so healthy to put too many things but i think this if you like to do what you like to do i think likely you'll be fine um so so then like how do you okay is there any method that you use to relieve your stress um everyone treat their stress very differently
0: Hmm. Uh, i think i'm very much of a escapism mm. kind of stress reliever like uh, if work is stressing me out i just need to like stop working and watch some funny things on tv or something Mm -hmm. or if um if like a environment is stressing me out then i just need to like leave and sit down somewhere else for a few minutes and i'll be okay Mm -hmm. i think it's always just like maybe i guess you can call it even like avoiding the avoiding the stressor But for me, I think it's more of, like, finding some escape that takes my brain off of it. Mm -hmm. And I actually think I'm, like, pretty good at putting things away, Um, compartmentalizing, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've done, well, I've taken a lot of, like, what is it, like, meditation, mindfulness classes to realize that that's, that's, like, the one part of meditation that I'm really good at is just, mm. like, removing everything from my brain and just not thinking about it. So, mm, yeah, like, if a meeting is really stressing me out, I just need to, like, once I come out of the meeting, I just need to kind of sit down a little bit. Maybe I'll, like, talk about it, like, vent out loud. Mm-hmm. Even if there's nobody around me, I talk to myself <laughs> like a crazy person. Um, <laughs> and so once i do that it's just like out of my system or i just run away from it a little bit Mm. and i'm not really stressed and i come back with a clear head so i think that's just it's just what's
2: that is just
0: what makes sense for
1: me that makes sense for me i'm well i mean sometimes i do do that like where Mm. i just escape so when i escape i actually just go out and do sport or just go out and Mm. for a run or exercise and then come back be like oh yeah now I know the answer. And then there are also times where when I'm stressed, I just want to finish it, like accomplish it. So I just want to kind of work on things to make sure it's resolved and then the stress is gone. But I think a lot of time that doesn't work because if you're frustrated, it's kind of hard to resolve things. Um, and then there are times I just, I, I, I think through the problem, but I think through all the way to my sleep. And then somehow when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Oh, I think I dream about something yesterday, or or oh, I think I found out the answer that I wanted, and that kind of help. Um, but primarily, I think I would say is exercise and sport actually helps a lot. Um, that's why I like to do exercise before working in the morning because it just clears my mind and kind of help me, yeah, just think through like the problem in a fresh perspective. Um again that might not work for everyone it is working for me um so and also yeah um, Mm -hmm. yeah
0: i have a like thing how do i explain it's like a headband yeah with a string and a ball at the end and so like the ball never leaves your head, right? Because ah. it's like attached with a string and you kind of just punch it in front of you.
1: <laughs> okay. That's uh, something more violent, but... <laughs>
0: it's not, it's not, sorry. It's, you kind of just touch it. So it's called tap ball. Oh, okay. Um, and I I like doing that. So it's kind of the same thing. Like if I just... Mm. Like during... It's it's really quick, right? It's on your head. It's in the middle of the day. I kind of just take it like for five minutes and I'll just like hit it around. Hmm. And when I'm like so, I'm really bad at it, right? Like my hand-eye coordination is really (laughs) bad. So it takes all of my brain power Mm. to hit the ball. So even if I wanted to think about other things, I physically can't because my body and brain is so focused on trying to hit the ball. Mm. So it really just like does not allow me to think about other things, which I think helps like in the middle of the day if you need Mm. to. I guess you can't really call it like exercise, but it's kind of the same thing. As in, it like, clears it clears the head, gets some some form of physical activity, in. so mm, I get you. I that see. makes sense. Yeah, I
1: think speaking about that, I yeah, I I, I like using stress ball. Um, mm. so I, I use one hand using stress ball, and then the on my head I'm still thinking through the problem. That kind of helps me. Uh, and sometimes I use Rubik's cube too. So I'll oh. play with Rubik's cube. But in my mind, I'm still thinking the problem. But subconsciously, I'm, I'm either using like the stress ball or this cube. So I, I never, I used to never use stress ball. And I think the reason why I like stress ball is because I think the first time I got it at the previous company that I work at, I think it was some kind of workshop or something they gave it. And I was like, okay, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I take it back. And then when I was stressed, I would just try it. And I was like, oh, this actually feels really good. And, oh. uh, since then, Yeah. By the way, I I broke one of my stress ball before. Um, Whoa! Like I just (laughs) use it to a point where it broke, um, which I thought was. How does the stress ball break? It just breaks, and then I can see the inside. Like the inside has like a small rocks or something. Huh? It's like a. It's not like a soft stress ball. It's like a like when you when you actually hold into it, there's like small rocks in the inside. And it's wrapped it's a, it's a wrap with like, um, some kind of, uh, wool or something. So it feels n- different than a regular stress ball. But I ended up, I think I like that feeling the best, but it broke. So I couldn't find the exact same one. So I just stick with whatever stress walking finds. Um. Wow. Yeah, that, that helps. Like. Right? Huh. So like, like I've actually, yeah. like,
0: I've seen a lot of stress balls and they give them out for free a lot of places. <laughs> but like, I really like squeezing it, it Mm. doesn't make me feel any better. It kind of just makes my hand tired. Oh. And so I've never like, I've never understood it. I've never enjoyed it. Mm. And you're actually the first person I've ever talked to that like has actively uses or enjoys, I don't know, like a stress ball. Yeah, that's why I
1: always have it on my desk. Huh. Now I have one stress ball at home it has like a smiley face on it. So I just punch, I just like pinch on the smiley face. Oh my gosh. But the funny thing is that last weekend I was talking about like diving the tournament. So for me, it's like when I play in tournament, I, I'm i always jittery, especially in the first game. And funny enough, there was someone that has like this table. And I guess he was trying to do some kind of advertisement for the company. And he has like a bowl of like a, a golf looking ball, stress ball. So I got one of them and then I started using it. And then when I got into play, I actually like, like, the nervousness was gone because I was using that. Um, I think it's just a psychological thing, but, um, it works for me. So, yeah. But also another thing that I want to mention is like, one way to relieve my stress is go travel for sure. <laughs> like, what a better way to kill the stress by spending more money and, you know, looking at, more nature stuff. I think that's one way to, oh my yeah, reduce stress. Okay. okay. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, for those that travel with me, maybe they don't think that way. Maybe I add more stress <laughs> to them <laughs> than me killing the stress. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to change that. <laughs> so, well, in the reverse of stress, What do you, so this one is a slightly different question is what do you do to prevent, to prevent burnout? Because burnout and stress is a correlated but also a little bit different in some ways. So what, what I mean by burnout is like, okay, like let's say you work at a company for several years and maybe you kept doing the same thing every day over and over and over and over and you felt like, okay, I'm just done with this. And a lot of time people just move on, right? Find a, New company, or sometimes people just quit, take a few months break, then they go find a new job again. Um, I've certainly felt like this multiple times, uh, throughout my career, but I'm just curious, like, what, like, have you had that experience? And if so, how you actually combat it?
0: Okay. Short answer is yes. I've definitely experienced burnout before, um, and I think the biggest case of that is actually from what I said earlier is during COVID. I think I was, I was mm, used to living this very active, packed lifestyle, and then I suddenly couldn't anymore, and so that that was already stressful. Then the act. Then the fact that there was a pandemic itself was stressful. Um, I think work was also getting really busy at that time. There's a lot of like family drama that I was trying to navigate. I think so all of those things together just put a lot of like mental stress on me. Mm. Um, But because going like it all kind of just comes back to like I was really used to having it all together. You know, I was able to do things every single hour and not feel stressed by it. And mm-hmm. realizing that I can't do that anymore was, mm, it was really sad for me, actually. Like, I think I felt um, like very depressed because that was a big change in my life that I wasn't expecting. Mm. Um, and, I kept wanting to find that again. Like, I just kept telling myself, like, oh, if I try a little bit harder, I can go back to, like, the person I used to be. And that, you know, like, I'm obviously trying, but it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. And when I try extra, extra hard, that's when the burnout comes in. Mm-hmm. And so there was um a few months into the pandemic is, like, when all of that came, like maybe to its peakish and i i actually ended up taking 3 maybe 4 weeks off of PTO i originally was like i can't be at work right now there's like too much going on at work there's too much going on in my life um i don't care if it's unpaid PTO i don't care if like it's sabbatical, like, whatever, just, like, get me out of here,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so eventually it turned into PTO, and that was okay, but um, I took some time off to really, honestly, for the first week, the, the goal is to just sleep, <laughs> and then the rest of it is, um, for the second week, do whatever I want to do, yeah. just know, just live every day, day by day and then the third week just kind of like maybe start going back to normal pattern and speaking of which i'm actually doing another one of those in a couple weeks no. so a month yeah, also so, four weeks
2: huh four weeks of
0: uh, yeah for about almost four weeks Damn. and i think it's just there's things that i wanted to do but it's really been difficult to do them um recently on top of work on top of like social life on top of like sleeping and eating because i'm not doing that anymore and so i think it makes you realize that i'm a little bit better about realizing when i'm close to burnout Mm. so i can take this time before i actually get there whereas the first time this happened i was like completely (laughs) just like so worn out i was barely holding it together And then I took the three weeks off. So for those three weeks, I didn't actually do anything. I spent the whole time trying to, like, make myself feel a little better. Mm -hmm. But now I can see, like, oh, I'm getting really close to it. I should probably (laughs) take a rest. So... I see. um, For, like, the next... not In a couple weeks, I'll have a few weeks off to...
1: That's awesome.
0: To to calm down. So Mm. Burnout is real. It's hard to know. But once you it's hard to, it's really bad to say this, but like, once it happens to you, I think it's, you get better at like, recognizing it. (laughs) But it's really sad that you have to experience it
1: first. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that statement. Um, (laughs) I think, yeah, I I mean, the first time it happened to me was at my previous workplace, where,
2: Mm.
1: I mean, I, I mean, that's like, Right, I, I worked right after college, so I actually didn't have, like, I mean, I traveled before I graduated, but still, like, I don't think I have enough gap between, like, work and college, so it's, like, almost just, out of college, just, like, go straight to work, and then, obviously, like, straight out of college, want to work really hard, want to prove something to the world that mm. I'm trying to be the best, or whatever, right, Yes still pretty naive at the time and then so yeah, work on a lot and then there are a lot of like other condition that cause the burnout I would say it's not just by me working a lot but also the things that's happening related to work as well right, so one example could be like you know sometimes you, you're trying to push a project out but there are a lot of people who Don't want it because of political reasons, or it could be that you're trying to do something, but your team is not supporting you, for example. Um, so there are many factors that, that, that kind of like stir the feeling of burnout, right? Like, yeah, like exactly like you said, you won't know until you first experience it. Once you start experiencing it, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is actually the feeling of burnout. Um, and, Yeah, and then, and then kind of like what I did to remedy that. Well, I mean, I think mine is a little bit extreme. I just figure I want to do something completely different. Uh, different as in the environment, right? So I used to work in like a bigger corporate. So now I'm in a startup. So it's like a completely different environment. I want to be like the corporate is more slow paced. I want to be like totally fast paced. I want to be totally different. I want to be like just. Totally different, um, because I, I'm so tired of like everything is so slow. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of what happened. And also like, you know, moving to a new city entirely where I don't know anyone kind of help. And also setting initiative like I mentioned before, like one hike a week, whatever, you know, like all these other initiatives that I did is also a way to combat the burnout. Um, but I would say that I listen to your advice. I think one way, one I mean, one way or the other, I think I need to do something similar where I just take like a month off and just don't give a damn about anything and just do the things that I want. Um, because I think honestly, I don't think I've ever done that at least once in my life. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, Because even when I was like traveling, I'm still like thinking about worry thinking about this, thinking about that, like like, it it was never separated from my mind, if that makes sense. Like I I was constantly worrying about things, if that makes sense. Um, I guess like I I I would stop worrying about it if I actually just quit the job and then just you know, okay I'm done, right? So I'm done. I do not have any like, I didn't need to think about anything, I think that's when I know I didn't have to think about it. Um, but as long as I'm attached to work, attached to school, I just can't (laughs) stop thinking about it. So it's kind of hard. Um, and I mean, for those that know me, it's like once I do something, I just can't take myself away from it. It, It's kind of hard for me to do it. It's a bad practice, to be honest. I think I should try to take away from it sometimes Mm -hmm. when it's like out of time. I guess when it's like out of the work time or out of the school time or whatever. Um, which I'm still trying to improve, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, at this point, it's just hard for me to kind of separate, like... Sometimes I feel like just work... I mean, oh, I think you are the same, too. Like, we just work too much and I think lost track of time sometimes. Um So, yeah. So I would say I need some... It's,
0: it's funny that, like, mm-hmm. our two experiences of, like... Stress and burnout are very different from each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it sounds like my stress was more around like I I think I just tried too hard. I was just pushing my like I just I think I had I wanted to fulfill unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. for myself. Okay. And I it sounds like for you it was more about like wanting change and like just being in the same situation the whole time Is like the, the why you change jobs basically
1: no I think we are somewhat similar in some way where okay I try my best knowing like what my goal is
2: mm-hmm.
1: but there are a series of events impacted by other people that make it not fulfillable and, and when I think back about it, it's actually, yeah, like, like, I, I, I kind of did it knowing that I want to, to reach that goal, but I wasn't, like, supported. And I think that kind of, like, trigger the burnout to, like, okay, like, what is the point of me actually trying this hard if I'm not being supported fully? Um, and I also at the time I was like very trusting of every people that I meet. It's like coworkers, just anyone, everyone I talk to. It's just so trusting of everyone. It was so trusting of whatever people say. And I'm still like fresh out of school, so it's like it's really hard for me to think about like like okay like like for example like this day like if you're at work you want to accomplish something like you are usually pretty upfront with your manager um in the beginning of time and say, you know, I want to reach this at you know X amount of time. Is this attainable, right? You will talk about it and set the expectation. But I think coming out of school, right, I didn't set the expectation, I guess, with my manager. It's just that I just go full on working. Like I come in ready working every day, just working long hours, just trying to get things done. And effort wise and result wise I'm definitely there. But expectation that expectation were never set to begin with. So it's I would say partially is also my fault, right? Is that I didn't set the expectation in the beginning. So it's like you I guess like I'm outputting too much. I'm receiving maybe a little bit too little. Mm. But also the expectation is not set correctly, which kind of made me feel that way but i think i would say partially is also my fault as well because of that um
0: that is definitely like the culture part right like,
2: <laughs> yeah right for sure like, for sure
0: um, i i'm also in that same boat so we're mm, it's being resolved now mm-hmm. but yeah like our culture has like a almost like a modesty Mm -hmm. humbleness type to it like i think the mindset in especially like east asian culture is if you work hard enough someone will notice yeah (laughs) um and that's kind of my mindset it's like i don't want to raise my hand be like hey look at me yeah i'm doing good right and then like please reward me i'm just Mm -hmm. really uncomfortable with that Mm -hmm. Um, so my mindset always has been to if I do good work it will be recognized mm-hmm. and unfortunately it's just like <laughs> that's just not what happens yeah. and it's really it's really sad um, but that's I guess is the reality yeah. of working in corporate America
2: yeah.
0: but I've been having like I I really really don't like it mm-hmm. but um, it's been that we that i at least i've had to officially raise my hand Mm. and be like hello (laughs) what do you think about a promotion like and they're like duh like you've you've been working at this level for so long and i was like how okay fine i guess like business logistics wise like i get it you want to save money but like why would you not tell me this if you already saw that i was working at this level Mm. i don't know yeah, um, it's a definitely a culture difference, but it does kind of make me a little
1: upset. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I learned it the hard way for sure, right? Yeah. Uh, after, after that, I now I kind of figure, okay, in the beginning, just set the expectations straight, and then if both party agrees to it, and you work toward it, you accomplish it, and they're still not meeting your agreement that you kind of settle on in the beginning, then you know it's time to move on. Um, because I used to think, I used to think like royalty is a thing. It's like, okay, I'm just going to work at this company from now till I'm deaf. Like, just, oh, yeah, just, yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> just, 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 I'm just going to give my life to this company. But after working for a while, I realized that these days, the royalty is dead. Like, it's, there's no such thing as royalty. Uh, it's more like, first of all, where the money is and also where the people that you work with, right? If those two actually works together really well, then I think you will stay. But if one of those two things doesn't work, then likely you'll move on. Um, and it's pretty normal these days, uh, for that to happen. So, yeah. So I would say like for, for those that actually just started working, um, yeah, make sure you set your expectations straight. Just, just make sure the lessons is I learned and then you, you learn from it and apply and not redo what I did. Um, uh, because it's definitely not a pleasant experience. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's fine. I mean, like, you know, if you look at it from a positive experience perspective is that now at least I know what to, what to do and kind of what to set expectation or it's just a difference in culture that I kind of have to learn. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I mean, I, no hard feeling to anyone that I work with in the class. I think it's, it's, it's fine now. Uh, like, it's just at, at that moment, you just feel like, I wouldn't say anger, it's just that, like, oh, how come I wasn't recognized? But now looking back, it's like, okay, well, I, I should have communicated better, right? Um, Aww. for any kind of thing, I would say, like, it's never a one person, like, a one party fault. There, there should be fault on your own, too, for not, you know. This is
0: true. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's fair to say like it's all on you right like i don't know i would
1: say partial partial (laughs) okay i can accept yeah partial not full for sure um but yeah i think like overall it's pretty good experience and yeah if you do experience burnout I, I think another way is to like vent to your friends I mean make sure your friends are good with you venting on them <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it can be pretty detrimental to your relationship right so um yeah and I think having I'm pretty bad about that oh okay yeah um yeah
0: like I um part of the part of the way that I like to relieve stress I guess is I realized this fairly recently I guess mm-hmm. but like it's really easy for me to just kind of talk out my feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm really annoyed. This is what happened today. Listen Mm -hmm. to me. And it's pretty unfair for, like, my friends to have to listen through that, especially if they're not, like, prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So I've, like, gotten a little bit better at it. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely guilty of that, unfortunately.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm, once again, very different from you. Uh, I... (laughs) usually just internalize it myself and kind of like resolve it myself i don't know somehow i just do it now um i used to ban uh to friends or to like close coworkers, but i didn't know when but I just stopped doing it after a while mm. and just somehow got really good at like internalizing it and then be like okay it's not a big deal um mm. so that kind of helped uh well at least i saved my friend's ears (laughs) from my venting (laughs) so i think i think that's fine um uh, yeah so yeah other than that i I think like you know i think as long you kind of turn like your stress and burnout to more positive direction it could help you more than harming you you just have to think from a different perspective of like oh you know, why the thing that you, you work on or why, why the thing that you did not working or whatever. And then just try to resolve it in a way that would kind of like give you some kind of reward, meaning like, Oh, maybe there is like a, you know, code that you're trying to debug for days that doesn't work and somehow you find a solution for it. And then that satisfying feeling there is kind of, yeah, I think that's kind of the drive to like, For me, at least they say to solve the problem. Like, if I don't solve it, I just feel like something is missing. Um, Mm. but everyone is different. Again, you just have to kind of frame your stress or frame your burnout in a way that would be beneficial to you than detrimental. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. 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 So. That does. Yeah. With that, any last word? or any last piece of advice you want to tell the listener because i know it's almost 3 a.m. it's close time mm. <laughs> and Lily is about to sleep so
0: i'm like about to fall asleep yes, yes but let's see i think hmm 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 hmm, 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 hmm. I think honestly, the best thing is to figure out which method of stress relief really works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, like stress yeah. ball or exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, like whatever exercise. it is, like if it, if it is exercise or if it is talking to somebody or if it's um, like even as simple as like listening to music or watching this certain TV show. I think each person has some form of stress relief that's really good for them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's worth spending some time trying things or thinking about how you like to relieve stress and like just kind of mm, relying on it seems a little strong, but like, um, trying to use it more mindfully, I guess is kind of a weird way to say this, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think once you figure out how to pull yourself out of a stressful situation, that's when the rest of your life becomes a little bit easier.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: So I would focus on that. I think that's something that I wish I was more um, focused on when I was younger. Mm. It's like I can put myself into stressful situations, but instead of – how do I explain? Like if I was doing, if I was under stress doing activity A, I would be like, wow, I'm stressed. I guess I don't want to do that. So I guess I'll do activity B instead. <laughs> and then I when I got stressed that I'll be like, okay, I guess I'll do activity C. And mm. then I'll go back to A. And then like I do all these different things. Mm. But um, I think that just makes you more tired, right? Because mm. you're, I'm like still a person. Mm. So if I think if I knew that it's as easy as, what is it? Something stupid. Like, what do I do? I watch, like, uh, <laughs> I watch Gumball. It's, a, it's an animated show. Or I watch, like, auditions on America's Got Talent or something. Mm. Like, it's as easy as watching a couple of those. And I, I come out of it. And if I, I think if I knew that, my life would be a lot simpler.
2: Mm. So,
0: anyway. Short answer is to just find what works for you to relieve
1: stress that makes sense yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think for me my piece of advice again it might not work for everyone (laughs) i would say try to change your environment uh Mm -hmm. when i say environment it doesn't mean like you have to quit whatever you're doing right? with a job or whatever you're doing (laughs) It, it could be just you know working from a coffee shop instead of your home right or working from Boba shop, just something different, or just go travel, like just completely different environment. It it would kind of help freshen up your perspective a little bit. Um, for me, I think like usually if I immerse in a different culture, it just makes me think about stuff a little bit differently. Uh, that's why I kind of like travel to begin with, is that like right? So the world doesn't center around us not everyone is speaking english so when i travel to a non-english speaker country like i instead of people have to adapt to u.s life you have to adapt to people other people like or the way they live their life or like the way they speak their languages and things like that that kind of like gave me perspective of like okay yeah actually i'm quite lucky (laughs) that i live here in u.s and and just kind of like not necessarily tricking my brain but it's more like okay being grateful and then knowing like okay what i need to do to kind of get out of it 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 kind of helps um mm. to think about things slightly different. yeah i think like try to frame problem as like a a riddle that you would solve i think that would help right rather than like a problem that it's really stressful that you cannot solve. I think if you already go into a problem knowing that you cannot solve, it will add more stress than anything, right? But if it is a riddle that you you know can be solved, it just takes time for you to think about it, then it feels satisfying when you solve it. I think, I guess that's a better way of saying it. Um And of course, when I say that, it's definitely not easy to frame it that way, right? Because I mean, every problem is a problem. so um sometimes there is no solution you just have to be creative about it um and that kind of helped me in this regard um well which is why i'm here in portland oregon in the first place and i'm <laughs> going to canada soon so yeah, yeah good that's you. kind of a of the trick that i i did or or even playing more sport right? like playing like i mentioned on the time to time playing badminton Smashing at people. I mean, don't smash their eyes, but just, you know, smashing at guns and <laughs> things like that helps. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's kind of like my take on it. So, yeah. And I think in the future episode, I'll be curious about what our life during pandemics, because I think your life and my life during pandemic is very different. So I'll be curious to talk about it in the future. Um, yeah. But, For now, I think we'll just leave it here for stress. And I hope if you guys listen to this, you don't feel stressful, but more, but more so just to help you kind of think about how to deal with stress from our perspective. And and do let us know too, like how you deal with your stress, right? It could be that, I don't know, maybe you're doing something else that we haven't thought of. So it it might help us also in the future. So if you like our content, please follow us at V5Pods or uh, email us at bbpod.gmail.com at and have a great labor day weekend and yeah have fun go barbecue go party um and travel if you can and we'll see you guys next week bye